Oh, we're starting early tonight. It's Thursday, October 7th, 2021. It's 8.24 in the p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. This is the Fakeologist speaking, coming to you from the north shores of Lake Ontario, from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, which is health central for all of Canada. We make the psyops. We customize them for all Canadians. Uh, oppression, basically. And tonight is the first time in a long time I've had a guest. It's actually wearing me out doing all these, all the talking for the last hour. I don't know if you guys noticed, but the show does sort of suffer when I start to get sleepy reading my own posts. And, and I don't think I'm a targeted individual. I don't think anyone is probably sending any microwaves my way in my house and, and knocking me out. But I do think that, um, Keeping this pace is a little bit tiring. I did have a long nap today. I, I slept for about an hour, which is really good to have afternoon naps. If you can, when you reach middle age, I think it's, I don't think humans are meant to go full blast all day long. I think we're supposed to be males anyway. We're supposed to be like lions. We do one thing and then nap for the rest of the day. Anyway, so that's why I wanted to invite Marcus on, not just because I wanted a break from talking, but if I give Marcus two weeks of not coming on the show, then he's going to have a ton of stuff. And we're only going to get the cream of his stuff because he knows he can't go through all of it. So he's going to give us the best. So he's already here. He's here early. And he, he showed up on time as usual because he is a timely fellow. So I'll welcome him immediately and let him start talking. Hello, Marcus. Hey, Tim, thanks for inviting me on, and uh, I can go as long as you want. Remember, my record is 24 hours. We can go 24 hours if you want. No, 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 no. No, I. we should put a hard, we, we should just make a hard exit at 930. It's, it is hard to end the show, because there's always Columbo, one more thing. Oh, just one more thing. You it's actually a Steve Jobs technique. Oh, is that right? Did, but uh -huh. did you ever watch Columbo? I did. Mm -hmm. I love that show. Mm -hmm. It was never as good the second time when he came back in the, what was it, the eighties or the nineties, but, uh, I don't remember. Yeah. He made a comeback. They, they brought all the shows back in some form or the other, but yeah, just one more thing and we can do one more thing all night long. And I'm sure you've discovered lots of information. You've got lots of marketing techniques and whatnot. So how you been? Well, um, I am not as, uh, I keep saying this, I am not optimistic for the very, very short term, but I am incredibly optimistic about the very, very long term. And I remain that way. So it's very difficult. Uh, I'm preaching to the choir, I'm sure. There's a lot of people in my house that are just blown away that this is happening. And mm. we, we really should talk about Faith Popcorn. I mean, that's the first thing we should do. We should go to that page right now. If you go to faithpopcorn.com, I got to get uh, you to share your screen too, if you sure, want. Yeah, if you I did can. your screen, then I wouldn't have to go everywhere. Okay. Here <laughs> that we way go. you could just drive the show. So I'll put you as the maximum. I'll maximize you because that way you can just, instead of, you don't need to send me the links. You could just, I guess I need the links if I'm going to play it. Actually, you can play the audio too, probably. I, I, don't know I think we tried that. that. I don't think it worked, but I tried to share oh. a screen and it, it won't let me um, share. Okay, so if there's if there's media you want me to play, just send it to me. Sure, sure. But just to look at a screen is 
is no big deal. Yeah, Faith Popcorn is one of the first people you ever looked at, got truth from, and she's still going, obviously. He or she, hard to tell. But it's yeah, if you go to yeah. If you go to faithpopcorn.com, look at the predictions that are coming. Uh Faith Popcorn has a 95% accuracy rate on predictions. Okay, are, do you want me to go or are you going to go there? Oh, we can both go. If you go to faithpopcorn.com and you look uh kind of about oh, I don't know, 10% down, you can see 2030 the pleasure economy, 2025 the robotic romance. And if you click on the arrow to the right, you'll see 2022 virtual voyaging, 2020 avatar existence. That's why I get on you about saying Ab. You should use your name Tim, because I knew that that what was is what is coming, and that's what is here right now. 2019 marijuana market to bloom. So these are all things that Faith Popcorn's team put out and have come true. I think the 95% accuracy uh, self given accuracy tag is correct because I'm at this page all my adult life and it's happening right in front of us. And the the, the scary one for me, not scary, but the most upsetting one is uh, 2025, the robotic romance. 25% of marriages will be between humans and bots. Dating services will create your perfect chatbot friend who manifests into a cyborg companion to satisfy every need. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Um, okay. Popcorn, as you may have guessed, is not the name she was born with. Her name, Plotkin, right. proved difficult for one of her first bosses to pronounce. He dubbed her Popcorn as his personal shorthand, and it stuck. So instead of saying Plotkin, he said Popcorn. Yeah. She's a single sure. mother. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, I'm looking at it. This, it's. Faith Popcorn's Brain Reserve. So you were following this entity since... Year after high school, 1986. And why did you... Why did you... How did you find her? AOL. I got a disc in the mail. I'll never forget it. Uh, I was into truth then. And I started searching this thing called the web soon after. Mm -hmm. I think AOL started the year I graduated, 1985. May of 1985, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, a year later, I stumbled upon her blog or something. Mm-hmm. Don't remember. It's kind of fuzzy. And I was like, wow. And then this person made predictions before that that actually came true. And I was like, okay, cocooning, cocooning. That's what the f- – now, uh, he or she never said when it would happen. But now, 2020, that's exactly what's happening right now. People will never leave their home. It's absolutist. Most people – will not want to leave their home. And then I saw, did you, do you remember that eyesight video I sent? It was like a seven minute video where the guy was flying on his, on the the wood floor of his apartment. No. Oh, Oh, let me see if I can find that real quick. But that was mind blowing. This seven minute video. Let me see if it's on uh, YouTube's. I think it was called Sight. So I figured out for everyone, just so you know, the if you're on YouTube right now, if you're joining in just now, because we start the show at eight, eight, we started early. So for the two, uh, the no one is on YouTube. So maybe YouTube's not even working. So we've got one on D Live, two on Twitch, and make sure you go to FacoTube, everyone. If you're listening to this later on, go to FacoTube. 
And we have a chat there. I fixed the chat. So the chat is going to be a continuous chat. It's not going to be a new chat for every video right now. It's just easier for now. I can change it, but that's how we're doing it today. And uh, so I just sent you, the, I sent you the link to this video. I would recommend watching the whole seven minutes. Crazy. Okay. This is what the future is going to become very soon. We are going to watch the link. So Space Popcorn is some kind of enterprise now. It's a it's a business. It's a think tank, would oh. you say? Oh, uh, she says it's an NGO. Yeah. Does it, does she say who's paying for it? No. Why does it start at twenty nine seconds? Should I go right to the beginning? Uh, that that's my. I sent you a link. I put the timestamp in by. That's when I last watched it. Oh, okay. Okay. We're gonna. So you want to sit down and watch this? Do you want to stop it as we're going or? No, I mean, you. why don't you just go as, as you lose patience real quick. So go as, no, I wanna, no. I'm curious to know when you lose your patience. Okay, here we go. So this is the condo of the future? Yes. Uh oh, I don't want to watch this. Oh, what's he doing? <laughs> Looks like my brother. Oh, yeah? Excellent. Oh, I see. He's going down, trying to land or something. Good job. Excellent. Well done. It's kind of obscene already. Welcome. What's in his eyes? Chip. Wow, chips. This, by the way, was from August 1st, 2012, uploaded to YouTube. So nine years ago. Wow, I can't believe you're still watching. Amazing. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to cut himself. So everything's gamified. Oh, I see. Yeah, I get you. zombies from your backyard life is a journey and in this journey we all want to do more experience more feel more so his and walls are actually blank but because of AR I'm sorry with VR and other, I forget it, it looks like everything's got decorations and right and if you're watching this or listening to this, we're watching a video where he's sitting in front of a wall of his apartment watching. The walls are full of video graphic. It's AR and VR combination. Patrick. Patrick. The dating scene. This dating scene is kind of creepy. Hi, Daphne. How are you? Sorry. It's okay. You look great. Thank you. 
He's on a virtual date, I guess. No, it's a real date, but watch what happens. Uh, it's actually it's a, it's a sports jacket, so it's a lot less official than it looks. What do you mean? Sorry? What's the difference between a sports jacket and a normal one? So now he knows everything about her. It's going to pull up. People who want to look good even when they're chased by the police. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I hope you're hungry. This yeah. place has the best burgers in town. Oh, actually, I'm a vegetarian. Oh. Yeah. Really? Because you didn't say it on your profile, so... Well, I don't write everything. I'm so for those listening, the, pro the entire profile of her is coming up on his eyes. No. And he knows what to say based on the profile. Right. Every time he looks at her, there's the profile. No, okay. no, it's okay. I'll find something on the menu. Well, how about a glass of wine for starters? Yeah. Great. And the AI is feeding him lines to tell her based on her profile. Right. And now he knows what wine she likes. Right. Okay. So, are there any other things in your profile that you didn't write about that I should know? Or <laughs> Are you scared of jogging by yourself in the city? Not really. Besides, I'm about to hit level five on Marathon Master. Pretty impressive. I know. <laughs> Let me take a look here. So Marathon Master comes up. Da, 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 da. Oh, he's playing that too. I guess it says his name is Patrick. I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah. And there's a heart in the top left. Is that how that, much he likes her? That or his maybe his heart rate, I was thinking. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's maybe. Yeah. What is scary, though? On my last route, my sight. But he's being crashed. coached what to do. It's scary. I didn't see oh, anything. Right. I couldn't find my way home. Sight doesn't crash. Oh, it did. I was totally lost. I didn't see anything. That doesn't happen since our last patch. Do you work there or something? <laughs> really? Yeah. Right. Wow. What do you do there? Nothing serious. This is simple engineer. Actually, I read about your company in the news. <sighs> is it true that you guys implant stuff and manipulate people's uh, sight? No. <laughs> it's just bullshit. But anyway, I don't want to talk about work. Not when I'm here with such a pretty lady. <laughs> you know, you really get me. You know, I can tell what you're thinking right now. Really? What? Well, finished our drinks. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> How about we go to my place for a nightcap? Well, if you're so good in reading my mind, you should know what I'm going to say. There it is. It's pretty much an empty apartment. Totally empty. Yeah, nothing to it. got here? It's all right, I guess. I knew you'd watch it to the end because it features a girl. A toast. You got that right. For a perfect night. But don't get excited. I don't think it ends well if I remember right. Why are you drinking? What's that? A so you know the, the wingman mm -hmm. reference? 
Yeah, I think that means somebody who is helping him along. Right, that's from the pickup artist community. Right. They call them a wingman. So he has wingman software, I think. Is that right? Right, right. And she doesn't like that. Right, and then, and then it goes bad. Yeah. It's for I programming. Not, it's just my luck. A friggin' gauge. Disgusting. Wait, okay. wait. Do not touch me, you creep. <laughs> Said it. I said wait. Now let's try this again. So he just paused her. I think it's over. Not bad. Interesting. Okay, but you seem to be, you seem to like this. No, I don't like it at all. I, I just know that this is the future. Bas I mean, now looking at this video, I'm like wondering why I liked it. At first, oh. I was like, oh my God. Google Glass. You used to talk about that. Right. Right. So with Google Glass, you'd be able to know everything about a person. They wouldn't know it. But she seemed to be in on it. It was the, the scripting wasn't that good, but it just showed what the future will be. And we're literally a couple of years away from that future with augmented reality and virtual reality. And you can overlay things. And I'm not into gaming, but apparently in gaming, this is the thing where you can overlay your competitors and see what they're up and see what their moves are, what they tend to do. And right. there's no spontaneity to anything in life. Mm -hmm. Unless something goes wrong with the AI. <laughs> that would be the great, that would be the fun part. Right. The AI goes wrong. Okay. Well, there you go. That's interesting. Faith Popcorn. What else does she have to say that uh, intrigued you? Well, the thing about Faith Popcorn, and I know you disagree with me about weather creation, the Faith Popcorn team reminds me of weather creation. You have the radars that the evening news people tell you, here's the, here's the rain moving through, here's the snow band moving through. And I am 100% sure that the radar not only sees what's happening, but creates what's happening. Whether you believe that or not is irrelevant. Faith Popcorn reminds me of that because Faith Popcorn is a consultant to P&G and Pepsi and all these big, huge corporations. And what she's doing is she's feeding them this information, what the future is going to look like and how to wrap your business around what the future is coming. No, no. What she's doing is she's shaping these companies to tell them what to do for the future. Right. Well, I'm just looking here. The opportunity, the growth industries will be medical grade cleaning, which is insane. I hope that goes away because it's just stupid. The Internet of Things and smart home technology will be huge on the medical front, but also about security. How can we feel safe when there are shortages and riots outside our doors with enforced curfews? Home delivery to satisfy every micro need. Just as today, we're offered home delivery of just picked peaches and in-home exercise equipment to our prescription drugs. Tomorrow will be an ever bigger booming market. We will satisfy our every whim from sampling the cocktail Hemingway drank in Venice decades ago to signing up for streamed in home brain power boosting classes. I wish people would get brain power boosting classes. That ain't happening. Yeah. Okay. One thing about humans, their brains haven't improved much over time. And as I have been researching over the last week or so, going through all my vaccine videos that I saved years ago and trying to find new ones. 
they have been doing their damnedest to pickle our brains and hobble our brains for the last 250 years. There is no doubt in my mind. Mm -hmm. They do not want any breakout intelligence that's not authorized. Did you pick that 250 number out of thin air or did, was there a per, I asked because are you familiar with the 250 rule when it comes to empire building? Well, I didn't really pick it out of thin air. Uh, that was an approximation that I think Forrest Moretti, who I'm listening to now, mm -hmm. said five years ago. I think he said 225 years. So I just, I think I might have added a few years because I heard the late 1700s as a number when they started injecting people, maybe 1780. Um, but I haven't looked at the exact date. But getting back to empires, you're saying empires last about 200 years, which is Two, sort of 250. So 1776 plus 250 is uh, four years away. Right. Also, financial empires, currencies last typically 35 years. Mm -hmm. So we're well overdue. You know, Doug Casey, who's highly recommended by Jeff Berwick, has been saying that the dollar was going to crash. He was on the Phil Donahue show. I'll post a link to that, by the way. Mm -hmm. He was on the Phil Donahue show. Let's see, Doug Casey, Donahue. Uh, saying that, you know, we're inches away from the dollar crashing. Doug Casey, Uncle Todd said that this guy's been right about everything. I don't know what Uncle Todd's looking at because he's been wrong about everything from from what I've seen. Uh, well, I also follow a couple financial guys, and one of them has been predicting the housing crash for the last 25 years. Has it happened? Uh, no. No, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, uh, all I can say is a broken clock is right exactly. once Twice. a day. Twice, Twice a day. day. Yeah. Right. Same with uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Re Robert Kiyosaki's. Oh, we're you know we're a month away from you know he's saying October is going to be a bloodbath. He's been saying that since Rich Man Poor Man came out on the shelf. So, yeah. No. Yeah, I'm not big. Yeah, you're not big on predictions. I'm not big on them because they almost never come true. No. Um, if we can find one person that predicted, other than the insiders, Fauci and Trump, the the virus, faith faith, po faith popcorn. Does she have a link where she predicted a global pandemic? Oh, I see. I thought you were going to say just in general. Yeah, no, it's the, the exact timing of this pandemic. This now, obviously, there had to have been many insiders on this, and this has been in the works for at least twenty years. I'm talking about the fine strokes. I think they've been talking about this for fifty to seventy-five, but. They must have had a date within the last five years. And I think Fraudsy was mentioning it in 2018. They were definitely preconditioning us. And I think Trump, maybe a year and a half before it happened, he was saying something big's happening. Remember, he said, I'm not going to explain what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that video. No. Yeah. Well, these guys, well... Yeah, he was he was over in Europe. There was a gathering of a group pitcher, and then he said something big is going to happen, but I can't tell you. You know, Trump was at Davos. Well, this last thing was him telling everybody off that uh, he doesn't like globalism and was at Davos. Yeah, but <laughs> is that, yeah, that was in Davos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he, oh, I'm not into the globalists. He's he was in Davos, Klaus Schwab land. Well, well, the way it was portrayed is he looked like he was giving them the finger that, no, yeah. I'm not going for this. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now let me, uh, in, I'm just looking at the FACOTube chat. It is working. MC Murdoch is there. Hello. And he's telling, MC Murdoch said of the video we watched, reminds me of the Windows commercial. Introduction to Microsoft HoloLens and holographic technology and introducing Microsoft Mesh. Mm -hmm. Looks like there's already a HoloLens 2. I don't know anything about those. Anything about that? Do you know about that? Nope. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Microsoft at all. No. Well, I hate Bill Gates too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what else you got? What else has been happening? How's your um, your wife's a teacher? How's that going? What's the uh, still in limbo? In fact, uh, Governor Wolf, who is again, I don't believe in elections or anything like that. He's supposed supposedly like on his last months of being in office. He came on the tube when I was at the gym yesterday, and there was this, you know. You can't hear it. You can only see it on TV. And I thought he was going to announce the the vax mandate, uh, but apparently he didn't. He just announced that there are more vaccine centers opening up. But uh, did you hear what happened in Los Angeles today with the vaxes? Not at all. Not. I don't know one thing that happened today. Okay. So I'll mm-hmm. post this link. Except where I live. Sure. Our highway was closed because people drove into each other. Which they do all the time. I still wonder how many accidents there are. Oh, I got to tell you about that. We have a very, we have the only collision shop in where I live in Lancaster County, where mm-hmm. I live specifically. And normally there's like two or three cars that are crashed up in the front. An endless parade of crash cars are there all the time now. And my wife even said, speaking of my wife, she's like, what's with all the, cr-? I'm just seeing crash after crash after crash. It's, it's, it's happening. Something is going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just posted a link to the LA Times. Yes, I heard that LA was going to institute their own Quacksport. Yep. Independent of the county, independent of the state. Yep. The city. So, they want to bring in the Quacksport for restaurants, gyms, malls, and salons. Well, here in Ontario, we have restaurants and gyms. Closed, if you're not vaccinated. Right. You need the mm-hmm. quack support for them. Malls and salons, I don't know. Okay. So are you willing to do a, f- a fake vax port too? Are you allowed to, are you up for saying that over the air? Or, I mean, I'll, I'll be happy to I say what care. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I, I, it doesn't bother me. I do mean, you, do you have one? I have documentation. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That's well, right a, that's now, a, well, right that's now, a yes. right now, it's a piece of paper. Yeah, but that's see, and then then I have a whole thing to talk about when, if we have some time, uh, where that's not going to last too long. Well, that's obvious. The, the, I, you can use it well. You can use it, but yeah, it's going electronic, and then it's going to be harder to forge. That's the whole idea of the digital identification is going to be almost impossible to forge anything, including money. This is a sweeping, a sweeping revolution. It has nothing to do with a virus, as okay. I've said a hundred times. Okay, and, so that's it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the virus. The guy that speaks to this the best is Seek for Truth, S-I-K-H. Mm-hmm. And he has a blog, truthtalk.uk. And he's he has constant updates on the state of the passport around the world. Mm. So he has a post today. 
And just like the globalist says, this is their one chance to put this through. I say on the other, this is the one chance we have to stop it. Yeah, I agree with you with the Hail Mary. We've talked about that before. 100% agree with you on that. They're desperate. I don't think it's going to plan. I think they're rushing. And I think if there is a downfall, that will be their downfall. No doubt. Well, yeah. And the more I get up to speed up, as you know, I'm watching Forrest Moradi. He says quite a few things that I listened to today that I don't agree with. But I I don't like that guy. (laughs) I think that's your default position, actually. So I knew you. I like you. I like you. (laughs) I know you've known me a little longer, but I knew that would be your default on him. But on the other hand, he is really explaining how more and more people were realizing the truth about vaccines. Now, I kind of went off vaccines because they weren't really too relevant in my life in the last couple of years. But anyone that investigates truth always inevitably into the, the topic. There's no doubt. I don't know. I don't know what your path. What was your pathway like back in the day? With vaccines? With yeah. vaccines? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Tyler, my oldest, he got all the vaccines. I was poor and mm-hmm. totally into vaccines. I was so proud of myself that I was able to scrape up the $10 copay. And I was equally proud that Tyler never cried when he got the shot. And yeah, I was totally you know, into it, even though I was questioning everything. For some reason, I thought the vaccines was the way to go. Yeah, me too. That changed changed with my youngest son, Corey. He's only had one, which has vaccine damaged him. He doesn't speak. This is a very common thing where people get the MMR vaccine. He only has one vaccine and that damaged him? Yeah. Oh my God. What, 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 when did he get that? How old was he? It must've been early. It was the first vaccine he got. I think it was MMR. If, if, if I'm, it, all mm-hmm. I know is I've been inside the forums and the comments on all this stuff for 14 years. Wow. He's 15. He, it was when he was one. Why isn't he speaking? Today, he still doesn't speak. In fact, I'll say this mm-hmm. real quick before my wife comes home. My wife is sometimes tone deaf and she was trying to, because we're now homeschooling him. Mm-hmm. And she wants him to, do you remember in high school when you had to give an oral report? Yeah, maybe stand up in front of the class. We had speeches yeah. in elementary school. I remember elementary school. we had to do speeches. That, and did that freak you out? Me. Oh yeah, that was that was probably one of the biggest projects. And there's always always one guy or one girl or two that could give that they could really do a great job. They're the ones that got the standing ovations. I remember that, and then they were invited to do the speech in front of the whole school. I wasn't that guy, but I always wished I was that guy. <laughs> Me too. I, I, that was exactly how I felt. Oh it was absolute. I would lose sleep for a week thinking about oh, getting yeah. oral report. Well, you had to do it most. Well, I don't know if you had to, but you were encouraged to do it without cue cards. If you could possibly get, do I think it was up to a five minute speech. If you could do it without uh, without cue cards, it was going to be way better. That's I maybe that. <laughs> If you just read it, and most people just read it, and it was like someone reading a book. It was dull. Dull as nails. But there's always yep. one guy or girl that could do it. And they were always president or valedictorian. They always went on to great things. Right. And so I was trying to tell my wife. I mean, I was all over my wife last night. I mean, she, my, my son was crying. 
like she was suggesting that she, he dictate a little video and he went and immediately started crying. And I'm like, hun, he's hun. This is a bad idea. He has been damaged. He does not want to do this right now. He's not ready. Mm-hmm. He sits here and he listens to me do the shows. He knows the special perks I get because I'm a podcaster. He, mm-hmm. he loves it when I'm on a different podcast. It's he he likes the fact that his dad's doing that, but that's not him right now. Okay. And that maybe will come and maybe it will never come. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll never come. All I know is this is a huge, huge problem in the vaccine damaged community mm-hmm. where everyone is saying the same thing. Got the MMR, MMR shot. My son don't speak anymore. Mm-hmm. Huge problem. So Do to further like- traumatize my son, mm-hmm. even with us pulling him out of school, oh my goodness. Uh, and Anyway. Um, how do we get on that topic? Now well, I sound you, like Jeff. You've been looking into it for 14 years because he got, how quick yeah. was the, how dramatic was the change and how long did it take? And how did what, you put two and two together with the, with the shot? Uh, which change you talking about from Even between Tyler to, and Corey? No, for, well, Corey got the, the first shot Yeah, and then he went mute. How long did that take? Oh, don't know. I mean, he was only one, so you don't know when they start talking, but he never, he could have been babbling at one. The children start to babble at one. Yeah. I mean, I think he's, he did babble, but I mean, he is 15 years old right now and he literally doesn't say three words to me Mm -hmm. in a row. Like if he strings a sentence together, it's a miracle. Wow. But when, when did you notice that there could be an issue? There Mm -hmm. had, you had a child already, so you knew his milestones. Well, that's the thing, Tyler. As you you hear, he's the opposite. He's Mister. Mm-hmm. You know, he has no problem talking. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't know. My wife would, an- would probably better to answer that, and yeah. she doesn't like talking about it because she's again because when you care what people think, that's what this is all about. Oh, I care what people think. Let's force him to be a speaker. I don't give a fuck what people think. This is my son. Don't rush him to do something he doesn't want to do. Uh, I'm, that's yeah. the way I, I do it. I mean, look at me. I was the exact same way, but I don't think I was damaged. I didn't want to have anything to do with an oral report. And today I do podcasts that go out to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So it just takes a little bit of time. Most of it, I believe, is confidence. If you're confident in the topic that you're talking about, that brings you out of your shell. And that's what I'm waiting for with him. And I'm not even waiting for it. I mean, it's disappointing. I really want to know my son better. And I don't because he isn't verbal and he's 15 years old. And mm-hmm. again, this is not, this is very common. And I'm very angry about it. Very angry about it. It's a good thing Fauci is 200 miles away from me. Let's just say that. Because it's Fauci that caused this. Yeah, well, he's definitely been at the forefront of the quaxine industry for 50 years. (laughs) He's he's 80 years old. I think he's run his course. I think we should... I've had enough of him, but there'll be another parasite to replace him. It doesn't matter. He's just a a placeholder as far as I'm concerned. But um, what do you, okay. So you don't like, okay. So you've been looking into it for 14 years. So you, so you agree. What's your, what's your official take on vaccines then from 14 years to now? Uh, To quote something that you quote of me all the time, don't ever stick anything in you ever. Yeah. From Ajanis Vanderpont. It's when I interviewed him. Yeah. Best best advice ever. You don't need to know any more than that. Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing. Supposedly, the needle goes into your deltoid muscle. Right. If you miss and it goes into a vein, as you've talked about before, mm-hmm. now you're delivering something that has no filter. Mm-hmm. Boom. 
that's a big problem. That yeah, actually, alone should freak people out. Actually, we're talking, well, I know a little too much about injecting now since my poor daughter does it four times a day. Right. And you're supposed to put, I, I don't even, I turn my head when she does it. It just, it just makes me so angry and aggravated. Oh, I, same I don't like to watch it. And I just, every shot, I feel bad. It's, it, it's off the charts, crazy, annoying to me. And I, I, I'm guessing I'll never get over it, which is fine. It's my problem, not hers. She has her own. But when you, when you inject yourself, you're supposed to pull the needle out a bit to see if you hit a capillary, at least. Right. If you did, find another spot because you cannot inject insulin into a capillary because it'll right. go right in and fly around your system and then you got to eat within a minute. <laughs> don't Because that the insulin will bring you right down into the ground, into coma territory, actually. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that with these people injecting the COVID at the gas station, basically, that right. kind of level of intelligence and of um, competence, that they're not doing that. They just stick it in, squirt it in, and chances are it missed a blood vessel. But uh, it's an intramuscular injection, but it does eventually circulate. But yeah, we're your doctor isn't doing it, and now we're getting some somebody at a pharmacy doing it. This is not exactly um, the person you want administering a medical device to. It's it's crazy. It really is crazy. There's a doctor. I'm trying to find it. My notes. I have so many notes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at the halfway point. Can you believe it? <laughs> of course. Yeah, I don't, there's some. There's a very highly respected doctor you've never heard of, okay. cardiologist, who apparently is an anti-vaxxer now, and he's a hero to, is it Peter McAuliffe or something like that? Have you heard that name? Yeah, but I don't. I a lot of these guys I'm leery of, so I don't always follow it, yeah. the promoted guys. Right. So definitely um, heard that, and I think there so, might be a paper by Baby Yoda on him, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. on almost everyone. He's sort of your reflection where he's super skeptical. Well, I'm just waiting for him to do a paper on me. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Peter McCullough has his own Telegram channel. Um, so what's his, uh, what's his, well, if take? you, I mean, if you listen to what he says, you know, of course he's a, he's a, he's pro-vax. They all seem to be pro-vax, but he is anti this quack scene like big time. And he does speeches to all these doctors and cardiologists and emergency room people. He does these hour long things and they give him standing ovations before he speaks. He's like a hero to them. Yeah. His latest post is the world is now witnessing a pandemic of N STEMI heart attacks caused by blood clots. Right. Do you have a link to that? I'll put in the notes. Yeah. It's in telegram. A lot of people don't like links to telegram because you can't, you have to download well, yeah, you got to be, yeah, apparently you got to be into, um, you have to be logged into Telegram to look at it, but I will give you the link. You want them in Telegram? You no, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Well, I was just gonna, it's just easy. Chat. I'm in Telegram, but I'll send it to oh, you. Oh, yeah. Then. You want me to open Telegram? I'll do it. It's up to you. Well, you, you always send me the notes back in Telegram. So sure. I'll, I just send it to you in Telegram because I just, I just forward it. it to you in Telegram. Okay. 
Well, yeah, so he's talking about clotting. And I think what's different now, if we just want to point out the differences between now and two years ago, is two years ago, adults around the world with all their health problems weren't getting mass injected. Now, an injection is an injury. And there's three ways to get ill. Injury, toxemia, and malnutrition. So we're now injuring every single person around the world, even if it's as simple as a, a, a needle injection. So this level of injury going on at the same time is going to cause problems and issues that we've never seen before because we've never injected 7 billion people at once. So even if one injection causes the beginnings of a blood clot just by the injection itself, we will never have seen these numbers because we've never done it all at the same time. Adults normally don't get injected. Would you agree with that? Yes, I would. Mm -hmm. So if, even if we just stuck a needle in every single person, and as we know, when you inject it into different people with different health ailments, and we know that, I think I would say that most Americans, North Americans, have never been sicker than they are even before COVID. the Everyone yeah. is. Everyone knows they someone who's sick worse. with this. They've never been on more pharmaceuticals. Oh, it's crazy. I, I always feel bad. That's one of the reasons I don't like going to Disney World because it's the only time I'm ever with it, with a lot of people, and I see a huge cross section. And the only good pe good looking people that I ever see at Disney World are the Argentinians, mm. mainly the cheerleaders, because they're all thin. <laughs> they're all brown. The cheerleaders. And yeah, it it, it blows. <laughs> and you see them easily because they travel in packs around Disney World because they're obviously on a, a on a trip with their with their group. Yeah. The point is though that the Americans just look terrible and oh, awful. Yeah. So that's the other thing to consider. That these people are all getting injected now with all their other problems, with all their pharmaceuticals that are swirling around in their bodies. So none of that can end well, I don't think. Have you seen all those videos with the graphene oxide um, circular discs connected to each other videos? Not lately, no. I've, I haven't. I've been off graphene oxide for the last week. <laughs> okay. So you don't know what I'm talking about? Not really. Oh, so this woman, she, she just took a drop of blood, put it under on, on a piece of glass for her slide, Mm. And there's these, all these round discs that are connected electronically to it. I mean, it's not biological. It's absolutely man-made. Mm. And the video that uh, – I'll pull up the video and I'll put in the notes. Uh, looks absolutely like it's something that should not be in your blood. All right. Do you think this is in every injection or just select? I've read so many things where, you know, they step it up like 75% saline in the first one, then 25% in the second one. And, you know, that that makes a lot of sense to me. There are people who are absolutely fine who get the first and second injection. And then there are people who are, are ready to die. Mm -hmm. As you know, I, uh, I compile every month from the Reynolds and Reynolds funeral home, the obituaries, oh, and it right. is, it is starting to increase. There's no doubt about that. Oh, right. Have you ever made a phone call just to ask uh, anecdotally? Because obviously you just read, I guess you're just reading the um, the record somewhere. 
I don't need to make a phone call. The guy waves to me every time I drive by. I can just roll down my window and say, hey, is that real? And, and I'm the one who's sending you all that traffic okay. to your website. And I don't need to ask. I mean, what, what, what am I going to ask? You know, if he's in on it and he's suppressing the numbers, no, he's just going to just say, listen, is there, I, this is what I'm picking up. Am I reading it right? It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a bad idea just to just confirm what you already sure. know. Yeah. He always likes to talk to me because he sees me as a potential client in the future. So no, we're all clients. <laughs> right. And I don't want to, I don't want to participate in that nonsense. So. No, but it would be, there was a woman here near to where I live that called all the funeral homes. Many of them, mm -hmm. I can't remember her name. And then maybe it was Brittany. And she was um, just wanting them to see if there were any extra people coming in. And they also know her business is down. That was about six months ago. Yeah, I was just talking to my wife about the what we see online and what we see in the in the what I call the artificial world or what most people think is the real world. And she's even starting to see people flip by the day. Like one day they're wearing a mask, double masked up, and and they're paranoid. Next day they are not wearing a mask. And it is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. There is absolutely no consistency to people ever. Like I go to this pizza place locally up the road. She has worn a mask since day one when you had to wear a mask. She's not taken the mask off. And now a lot more people are wearing masks except at the gym, which is very odd. Everywhere, even in my little town here, they're all wearing masks. She took the mask off today. Just huh. completely bizarre. Makes no sense whatsoever. None of this makes sense. Well, yeah, there's many, many messages coming through many, many channels. And everyone has their own personal channel, it seems. But I can tell you this, the, 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 I would say that half the people I speak to, I always start off with my line, you know, COVID's bullshit, right? And if they go, oh, I got a little story to tell you, for, forgot about this one. Uh, mm -hmm. So normally they go, oh, of course it's bullshit. And then they start naming all the talking points that they were given by Alex Jones. And then you have the other half of the people, you're like, you know, this is bullshit. Oh, no, no. My mom's been in a hospital. I had three people die uh, of COVID. Everyone's like, they died of COVID. They're sick of COVID. And you try to correct them. They're like, no, no, they're not sick of COVID. They, they have the flu or they have a heart attack or they have a skin condition or they think it's COVID. It's, and I just don't have these conversations anymore because it's, there's, there's no changing anyone's mind on either side. Where well, I'm open-minded. I mean, if there really is a, a virus thing that is contagious, which we both disagree it is, I am very open-minded to that. Show me the proof that it's contagious. Mm -hmm. But they have no proof. They just repeat. Oh, and now the new thing is Fauci's an, an idiot. All the people who wear masks say that Fauci's an idiot now. Have you okay. seen that? No. Yeah. So that's what they've done. They've they've tarred and feathered Fauci. Did you hear about Fauci and his IMDB ratings? No, no, no. Okay, let me find that. Did you hear what Ted Nugent has to say about the fact? Yeah. yeah. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll play it while you're looking. Yeah, I didn't uh, just so people know, I don't post every video that I put on Faco Tube. I can always tell which ones that I don't post because they don't get any views on Faco Tube. But uh, you should go to both sites. So here we go with Uncle Ted. And I muted it again. I got to unmute and it. it is saving so, lives. Here we go. Uncle well, Ted, go. Would you speak to the people who believe it is a worthwhile vaccine and it is saving lives? Are they just dead wrong? Are they been fed a fed a line from the federal government? Tim, I appreciate the opportunity to speak to the people that went ahead and got the jab. I speak their language. I would speak to them thusly. 
They understand that. Well, so all these millions of people that got the shots, they're just stupid? Yep. <laughs> Enough Ofici said. Official Ted Nugent on TikTok. Everyone's on TikTok. It's the one app that I'm still not checking every day or at all. I, I guess I should. Oh, well. I just sent you a link on Telegram. Okay. And the while you're pulling that up and showing it in the screen, the headline is Fauci propaganda documentary backfires badly. The Fauci documentary on Internet Movie Database currently has 2,000 reviews with a 2.0 rating out of 10. This deranged. Okay. So if you click on that IMDb link, you'll see that they got rid of the 2,000 bad comments and reviews. It says they're 2,500, but they only show like 14. Mm. Okay. If you scroll down to user, there's 26 now. So if you click the right arrow, it says user reviews 26 and you right arrow. You'll see that they only kept like the best ones. There are a few bad ones. Most of them are one out of 10, five out of 10, one out of 10. Extraordinary liar. I'm just looking at the reviews. So most of them are... He's got uh, 2,000 ones and yeah. 324 tens and yeah. 62 twos. Okay, so now that's the ratings. Let's look at the reviews. Fauci is a movie star. One out of 10. One out of 10. Five out of 10. Extra, extraordinary liar. So you say they are getting rid of the negative reviews as fast as they're coming in? Well... Uh, maybe I said this wrong. I think the the written reviews, it, it might be right. Maybe they're just 26 written reviews. Mm -hmm. I thought there were 2,500 written reviews. I, I might be wrong about that. Yeah. So you but can, if you, yeah, I've used IMDB. I've done reviews before. And if I, it takes a lot of work to write a good review compared to, because there's so many great reviews, like people that are really good at reviewing. I will never put in that effort, but I will always put a number. If I can remember to um, rate a movie that I've seen. Right. So the punchline is they're, he's a tool. They're throwing him under the, under the bus. I'm sure this was scripted in the plan. Cause now anything that he, anything like I'll say something like, well, Fauci, this is what I said to this woman. I, this woman came up to me in a triple mask and overheard my conversation about how everything's bullshit. And she started getting into my grill uh, wearing a triple mask. And I said, but Fauci said that, and as soon as I was halfway through what I said, I, I said, Fauci said masks don't work. I didn't even say work. Oh, no, no, Fauci, he's, he's, he's a liar. So that's the new talking point is now that Fauci's bad. Everything that Fauci has said, moving the goalposts, he's a liar, masks don't work. That, that's all being thrown under the bus now. That's part, that's part of the propaganda. Mm -hmm. So you and think also, they're going to move him on then? Replace 100%. 100%. He's gone. And also the head of the NIH retired. Right. Francis Collins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's time for the. It's like politics. Just team. like politics. Get the bums out, bring in the new bums. Right. That's the way Ren I see it. Reifenstahl would be proud. 104 minutes of a cultist celebration. P.S. How in the hell does this man find time to make a documentary celebrating his cult? When there's a looming pandemic, or at least he's telling us so for almost two years, anytime he appears on TV, doesn't he have work to do? 
National Geographic Disney should be ashamed of themselves by producing this excrement. <laughs> Anytime you use the word excrement, that elevates the whole. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a game changer. That's great. Great yeah. use of excrement. Flip-flop Fauci. Fraud Fauci. A narcissistic megalomaniac. Worth it if you can stomach it. Oh, I love it. And again, I've been saying this for a year and a half now. If you go to YouTube and, and you look at the recommended videos for COVID-19 that just pop up like as a strip, now, instead of it being two to one, three to one, four to one, you know, down votes versus up, it's now five, seven, 10, 20 to one. And there's not a single positive thing to say in any of the comments. So um, it's an exciting time to be alive. There's no doubt about it. It's a race against the finish line. Mm -hmm. Who's going to win? That's what we're coming down to. Did you hear the date October 15th being a big date? No. Oh, well, yeah. maybe. That's not, when not, everyone yeah. across the world is going to pull pull the vaccine mandates into action. Okay. Well, so ours is days from now. Oh, uh, sorry. What kind of vaccine mandate? Because I heard that France now somebody put that France wants to make it mandatory, but that was a proposal by a committee, so it wasn't. It was a misleading headline. But do you think mandatory vaccines are going to happen this year worldwide? Yeah, on October fifteenth. Oh, okay. So all so they're just going to drop the whole charade and just say you have to have a vaccine to what? Leave your house? Um more probably not leave your house. I mean, I think that won't be this year. Uh, I hope mm -hmm. it's not. No, just, you know, gyms, shopping, dining, the whole rest of it. If you go search on your favorite search engine for, you know, spelled out October space 15 space vaccine, you'll see what I'm talking about. October 15th vaccine. I use the Brave, even though now it brings up DuckDuckGo. <laughs> uh, funny how that works, isn't it? Well, no, I, I I have the Brave browser search engine on my phone, but obviously I didn't set it up right for my browser on my computer. So I have it go to DuckDuckGo, but maybe I can set that up later. I don't find that the Brave search engine's all that great. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. I, I've tried different search engines if I can't find what I'm looking for. So it says here, COVID-19 vaccine event, Friday, October 15th. But that's that's nothing worldwide. Um, Philadelphia extends vaccine mandate deadline for healthcare and higher resolution. Everyone is like extending, changing. Everything is going towards this October 15th date. I'm noticing that pattern. Okay. You don't think it's going to be pushed out even farther? Because mm -hmm. I'm seeing the end of November now for many cutoffs. Um but for your wife, who's a teacher in mm -hmm. Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. does she have a deadline? Nope. Okay, so they don't have so, one. I right? mean, it's been great. We've been very fortunate so far. Our digital ID is supposed to be October 22nd. Right now we're using a very forgeable certificate piece of paper that somebody whipped up on Microsoft Word. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about the government. <laughs> they it's, there's nothing to it. It's a simple font to duplicate. It's not a big deal, um, but I still think they don't care that it's duplicatable, duplicable right now. They just want to get people conditioned to the right. idea. Well, I'm sure you read the John Rappaport thing about the federal registry and the and the threat is just it's a bluff. Yeah, I, I, I John Rappaport to me is really repetitive, so I don't go to him every day. 
Well, I, he, I, he found that the, the, the emergency order from Biden is not even the federal registry. It's just completely a bluff. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And people are yeah. doing it. And my wife is like, wait, you're saying these corporations are doing it because it's a bluff? I'm like, no, they're doing it because they're told to do it. They're in the club. Yeah. That's they're, they were supposed to implement this all along because they knew, the powers that be knew that um, they can't violate the Constitution. So it's all super high pressure intimidation to the corporations to implement it because it can't be implemented legally at all. So they are the ones that they wanted all along to do it. And that's what's happening. So it's all intimidation. Almost everyone I ever talked to that has taken the quack scene says, well, I wanted to travel. So most people are doing it preemptively. Just the the looming threat of deadlines and not being able to do things. And it's people have just done it with intimidation. So we haven't done it in this house. And I've used my, uh, I've used threats to keep everyone in line here. Mm-hmm. That like you did. Yep. Maybe I got the inspiration from you. I just said you're just you got it. You're welcome. You're, you're going to be cut off. Good luck trying to make. Yeah, I heard you talking about that. It's like you're worried about your daughter and how she. It's like, listen, if you want to stay in this house, that these are the rules. Period. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna care for you if you don't care for yourself. If you don't care enough about yourself, why are you gonna put your problem on me? Right. That's always a big thing I tell my. Don't make your problems my problem. You get a vaccine now. I got to worry about your health and you mm-hmm. having heart attacks and rushing to the emergency. No, yeah, you go do that in your own place. Right. Yeah. Especially boys. Allegedly, that's an issue. But uh, although you just posted, you see, this is what's I'm literally turning the chapter of my life. I'm no longer doing all this research and stuff now because everyone, well, I'm looking at a girl who has a penis on this, this webcam. Oh my well, God. I just you're stop me. looking at webcams. <laughs> well, you know that webcam I'm, uh, I'm talking about, right? The one, the one down in Florida? Mar- Martini bar. It's on, it's on 24 seven. My wife can't get it. She's constantly watching that thing. No, I haven't watched it since you uh, told me to look at it. Oh, that's fantastic. Too much to do. Too much to do. So anyway, um, shit, the penis thing just. Wow. She dragging it Michelle off Obama. She looked good too. Wow. Yeah. Um, now I forget. What, what was I saying? Oh, oh, don't make your problems. You know, your problems, my problems. Yeah. Uh, at the very beginning, I told my wife, I said, if you get the vaccine, I'm leaving that night. Like I'll pack my bags and leave. And she was wow. going to get it just to keep her job. Wow. And now she's the most anti-vax person I know. So it worked. Have you shown her any of the Forrest Moretti videos? Why would I do that? Because, okay, what's your take on it? What's your take on him? Why is, it, do you, is he the religious guy? He's religious? No, not really. He doesn't, he doesn't make that a theme. He is religious, yes. But he doesn't, he hasn't really mentioned it at all. My spidey senses just tells me there's something off about the guy. I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know. I can't explain why. I'll, I'll just, just I'll, let me play a bit of this video so you know what I'm talking about. Maybe you, we got the wrong guy. For those of you dabbling in the dark arts of natural health and anti-skeptic or hesi vaccination, I want to tell you about how I came to be a full-fledged anti-vaxxer. I'm not a skepti or hesivaxer, but full-blown anti. I didn't start that way. Like many people, I was pro-vaccine. I never got a flu shot. There was always something fishy to me about a yearly shot that sometimes seemed to work and other times made you feel like you'd eaten a bowl of too much 
Chocolate Thunder from Down Under from Outback Steakhouse. But you go to Outback, by the way? Not anymore. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Chocolate Thunder from Down Under? Of course. Okay. And see, by I the way, know, I don't. You know should that ask reference. your you should ask your Australian roundtable people what they call shrimp. It in the United States is it's in Down Under. It's not shrimp. It's they, they were talking about it. It's not called shrimp. Okay. So th- this is so this is Forrest Moretti. I'm up to yep. episode 106. So this is yep. the guy. I think he is just the absolute. I think I I wanted to ask you from a marketing point of view what you thought because I thought the way he does these videos is excellent marketing. Oh, why is that? Because I haven't been impressed yet. Well, because they're bite-sized moments of truth, sort of what okay. you're saying. Sure, sure. I like that. Mm-hmm. They're punch. They're fun. They are slightly irreverent, a little bit of humor. Does he uh, talk about safety, security, certainty, trust, helping others, avoiding overwhelm? I haven't heard that, so that's not very good marketing. Mm. Well, he's Does not he offer actually, solutions? Yeah, well, he's not actually selling anything. He's just giving truth. I guess if you could say selling truth, but... Does, really... he sell, does he have a book that he's selling? Or? He has a couple books. Yeah. Okay. But I thought, well, now that you tell me, and I didn't know this, that your second son, is, you think he's vaccine damaged, I thought you'd be even I don't, more. I don't think that I know that. Okay. So now that you know that, I thought you'd be even more interested in maybe some of the ideas that this guy is pushing. I've never heard about what is the cause of Would you call your son autistic then? Well, they would call they would call him autistic, but he if you talk to him, if he talked back to you, you would when he does talk, you would say he's not autistic at all. He talks perfectly fine. I know, but, what, but so he's definitely on the autistic scale. So he is uh, autistic doesn't stupid. It just means he doesn't present uh, in in the normal way that is. That he's not normal. That that's what it comes down to. He's not normal. He's not normal. So he doesn't communicate in the normal way a child his age does. That's all. He literally means. doesn't string more than three words together. Okay, so that's autistic. So do you? So that's why I thought you'd be even more interested in Forrest's some of his theories uh, that I've never heard of. I find them fascinating, and they all come together in his video called "Crooked." Did you see that? I thought that was. Uh, I actually wanted to show that to my wife, and my wife's like, "I don't want to see that." <laughs> why? I don't know. <laughs> she just saw the pictures, and she got turned off by the crooked faces. I think. Oh my god! Well, I. To me, it was that it didn't. It, the title didn't attract me, but just because I'm plowing through his videos, I listened anyway, and I just thought it was—it's just a brilliant idea that he's come up with. And he says, "Listen, it's a theory, and it's up to science to disprove it." And I like that attitude. Actually, he says, "I don't have to prove it. You guys have to disprove it." And go right, ahead, right, science. Right, right. Give, give give you your best shot. Did you want me to give you the the quick one minute on that? Sure. The idea about crooked is that your face is crooked. That's a sign of vaccine damage. Almost every illness you can ascribe to vaccines, basically. That's what I'm getting out of a lot of the research now. Almost everything. And and why not? They inject you within 24 hours. <laughs> so No, they don't. don't. They inject you within minutes. Yeah. Well, okay. But if you're they lucky, give you a vitamin K, they give you a vitamin K shot and they right. give you a hep B shot. Right. So you don't even have a chance to prove that you're normal. There's almost no chance out of the womb unless you can keep your child away from the uh, the hospital. And the idea that birth is medical, as a medical 
event is ridiculous as well. But we've all gotten to the habit of that. But basically, he says that every shot causes micro clotting and micro lesions. And most of the lesions are in the lower brainstem where the cranial, the, I believe there's 12 cranial nerves. Interesting number, by the way, sort of like the constellations. There's so many, so much symmetry between the body and the heavens. Anyway, there's 12 cranial nerves that emanate from the base of the brain. And they all are super close to each other, just like a, a circuit, an electrical circuit. And these micro lesions are caused by aluminum. Aluminum is captured by the white blood cells. So the minute you get an injury, the white blood cells go to the injury. They also go to the base of the brain because that is in alarm mode. It's like an alarm, uh, an alarm in your body going off that there's an injury. So that's where the signals come from the base of the brain. And the white blood cells go to the base of the brain. They also go to the injury site. They pick up the aluminum from the, the vaccine. And they carry it around with them because they can't get rid of metal. We can't metabolize metal in any way. Aluminum hydroxide, which is a salt, and that's how metals are circulated and injected. So they go attack the base of the brain, and they cause paralysis and lesions on the nerves. And that's what causes short-circuiting. Short-circuiting means that the muscle control of the cranial area, which is your whole head, and it's every sense that is in your head, your tongue, your inner ear, your ear, your eyes, your facial muscles, they are slightly altered or are out of control, short-circuiting. So when you smile, your, your, the end of your mouth goes up and your eye on that side starts to squint a bit in a normal smile. But if the nerve is damaged to an area of your face, then that nerve does not fire. So that part of your mouth doesn't go up when you smile. So it crooked smile. It's a crooked eye. It's a sometimes what they call lazy eye. So it's all signs of vaccine damage caused by the mechanism that I mentioned. And he goes on and on describing it. He also describes why the left side, his theory on the left side of is more affected than, or sorry, the right side of your face is more effective than the left side. He goes into the, the other circulatory system in your body called the lymph system. And your, your lymph system is not symmetrical in your body. <laughs> so it, it just goes on and on. It's, a, it's just an amazing theory. So an autistic child does not have any psychological problems. And he also describes how the psychiatry business is the garbage can of the medical industry. Because when the medical industry can't explain something, they just toss you to the psychiatrist and say, you're nuts. That's right. That's right. So that's, that's fascinating. Yep. Yeah. So he basically, so an autistic person, it doesn't have psychological problems. They have physical problems. So in other words, if you're a year, say you're a year and a half, you get your, maybe you're one of your last wellness checks or even a year. Most children can start to talk even before a year. They can babble, they can communicate, they have thoughts. But if your head, your cranial, your cranium is damaged in any way, physically, then your tongue doesn't work right. Your ears don't work right. Mm -hmm. Your balance system doesn't work right, right. Your inner ear. So you could be spinning. You could be hearing loud noises because all sounds come through at a very high loud rate that you can't even separate depth wise you can't distinguish between near sounds and far sound it's all one big noise your tongue doesn't work right 
all these things. So you are trying to get your thoughts out as they form, as you're newly learning how to communicate, but you can't get any of them out. It's no wonder these children are smashing their heads against the wall because they, how can they get their thoughts out? Because they've been paralyzed to little, small, tiny amounts. Like if you're just learning how to use your tongue and it doesn't quite work properly, say it's partially paralyzed, micro paralyzed, and they can't detect any of this paralysis through any MRI or CAT scan. There's no physical way to detect the paralysis. So that's why it's so hidden. And that's why they don't have a good way to explain it. I just thought it was a brilliant, brilliant thought. Yeah. Yes. I, again, the, at the risk of losing 99% of your audience, yeah. when anyone is religious and pushes religion, it's such mm -hmm. a turnoff to me. But How can you push it? What's that? He doesn't push it. I'm on his site right now. He has one, two, three, four, five, six books. Two of the six books are about Christianity. Okay. But don't, I'm not reading his books. I'm listening to these videos. Don't, I don't want you to attack the man. I want you to listen. Oh, I'm not, atta I'm not attacking the man. You asked me what I thought about him. And my, okay. my, the reason why it's a turnoff for me to look at his stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, at, look, Alex Jones is right about 99% of the things too. But his his antics, the way he goes about it, is a big turnoff, and I don't watch Alex Jones. Right. So again, when I see someone who's a quote unquote truther, who's pushing Christianity without questioning Christianity, which should, if anything should be questioned, it should be religion. If anything should be questioned, it should be that. That's a serious problem for me. Now, I'm not saying that everyone should follow what you asked me. What I thought. No, that's fine. And. So there's that. And the other thing is I haven't seen, I'm, I'm going through as you've been reading and, and I actually watched enough of his crooked video to hear exactly what you just said. So it's all coming okay, back to so me. You knew about it. Okay. Yeah. But I'm reading through his Twitter feed and there's no solutions. It's just absolute no solution. There's not a single solution. Right. Not a single solution, not even an opinion of what we should do. You know, I'm, I'm at the, I'm at the, chapter in my life book where it's like, okay, it's talk is done. What's this, how are we getting out of this? I want people, I want to hang out with people who tell me how to get out of this. That's true. So like enough already, I get it. Vaccines are, are, are terrible. Get away from them. Going to school, terrible. Stay away from it. Government really bad. They lie to us all the time. I get it. I don't need to hear it anymore. These protests I was listening to, um, What's the guy in Australia? He just posted his uh, his audio. Um, you just posted it yesterday, I think. Uh, another, an Australian guy? Austin yeah. Kosick? No, I don't know. Tim no. Truth? No. I'm pulling it up in my podcast list right now. I'll tell you what I was listening to. Okay. In fact, it's on my playlist right now. Here we go. It is uh, Critical Sinker. All right. Oh, okay. You're talking about the audio chat. I didn't know you were talking yeah, about that. Yeah. Okay. Now I forget I, what my point is. I'm being like Jeff Berwick again. I forget what I, I was talking about. I haven't finished listening to that yet, so I can't even add to that. I am, I'm behind my own podcast or audio chat. So Critical Sinker said something. I forget what he said. It was a good thing, though. It was a good thing. You know, I'm looking for I'm, I, enough with the talk. It's time to do something. Yeah. Well, I, I gave a link to a guy who is setting up um, at least a campground in British Columbia.
I'll be. Uh, that, it was and, that, and that's great. In fact, I'll be making an announcement, which I've told you about privately, that's going to help anyone who's doing private type of things that I'm doing at Exclave Private Sounds. Okay. It's going to work hand in hand with them and they're going to, they're going to love it. Uh, so that's why I, you haven't really heard from me. I haven't tweeted, haven't made videos is because I'm very focused on developing the software. I'm a, so- that's my main job. I'm a software developer All right. and uh, I'm getting really close and it's going to be really exciting. It's going to help out anyone who's been, um, who's been discriminated against because they don't take the vaccine. Mm, okay. Yeah. This guy was on um, the Kevin J. Johnson show last mm-hmm. night. And actually, strangely enough, his show's better when he's not on it. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> when he gets his when he gets his producer or Ed from Ed Ed lives around near where I am, I believe, in Toronto. Mm-hmm. He's got the best mic too. He's smart. He puts the mic right up to his face like you're supposed to, and he sounds mm-hmm. really good. And he's actually lets the guests talk. <laughs> anyway, this guy he interviewed last night who was on a he said he was on a satellite connection. It was a terrible connection. He has a 80 acres in the middle of British Columbia and he is just allowing people to bring their campers and he's building a cabin and a lodge mm-hmm. and he's just bringing in disaffected people. And he's, mm-hmm. and if you can pay, he's, he does vet you. He's supposed to be an ex cop, he says. And uh, basically what's, what's vet you. What does that mean? Well, you can't just come onto your, his property and, and bring your camper and squat. He, he checks you out, right. make sure you're not, you're the right fit for his property, basically. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Check you out. So anyway, this website is not that good. It doesn't really explain. It doesn't anything say anything, anything actually. Right. But if you watch his video or you watch the show and I posted it on FacoTube, what little he was able to get out through his bad connection, he sounded like a interesting person and he was setting up something similar to what you are doing. I thought you might want to listen or watch that. Yeah, I'm getting right now. It, the, the tipping point was last week. I'm starting to get people contact me asking if I would train people to make their own exclave private town in their neck of the woods. I got someone in Texas, someone in New, neck, New Mexico and Florida. And I'm like, the first thing you need is money. In fact, that's what I'm working on right now. You need to have a money system for your private towns that's not discriminatory. Because right now, the government is not going to allow you to spend any money. And that includes crypto. Yeah, I'm sure. That inclu- right now, Uncle Todd is very pissed off at me. I don't know if like I told him? you that. Yeah, it's never ending. It's like I a girlfriend. I, <laughs> I know. Uncle Todd's deep in his eco cash, so he's not yeah. really into the truth e- stuff e- Epic cash. Or epic cash? Yeah. 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 So you guys, yeah, so I, act. Uh, you know, I've tried to do a deal with him in Epic Cash and uh, they don't want to do anything. Fine. Uh, and I tried to warn Todd that this Epic Cash thing is not what it is. I, uh, there's a thing called a dream stealer. There's no doubt I'm a dream stealer. When, when people know me, they know that I find stuff on things that no one else finds. And I, find I problems. Yeah. I'm sorry. You find problems and, and you alert people, which is fine. Yeah. There are massive problems. I've talked to people who have developed the software that they use and there are massive problems. And I tried to warn Todd about that and he didn't want to hear it. And he, he, he's not happy with me. The, the punchline is this, Todd and anyone else who's in crypto, um, the government is cracking down. The government invented crypto and they're cracking down on crypto, which is brilliant. 
that you can have a gazillion Bitcoin in your account. And all they had to do is go to all of the exchanges and say, ban this address. And you can't do anything with that gazillion crypto that you have. Yeah, that's true. That is really frightening if you think about it, at least with like a dollar. Yeah, you might, you know, be, you, you, you might not be able to exchange it to their, to alternate um, currencies, including the currency of the day, whatever they decide it to be. No, but, but you won't be able to transfer to another wallet. Mm, okay. <laughs> like you can have a zillion Bitcoin. But I don't in your know if they can do that. That I'm not sure they can stop. Because if I, I, what, what is, if I want to pay you in gold, they can't mm -hmm. stop me from paying you in gold. If you I mean wanna, electronic gold or real gold? No, if I want to, well, real gold. If I want to walk over sure. to your house and pay you for something, they can't stop me. I can give you a goat and you can That's right. do my roof. So the government can't stop that. They can just make it inconvenient. But right, I but when it comes to when it comes you, to crypto, when it comes to crypto, they because so, that's because if I send you money, it's decentralized. No, now, it's I'm not, not. Sure about Bitcoin. No, it's not. It doesn't None go of it is. exchange. Go I'm going to tell you right now, and this guy is hated, and I'm going to put it in the notes. His name is Richard Hart. Yeah. Everyone should subscribe to Richard Hart. Okay. Why? Richard Hart is the founder of the quote unquote scam coin called Hex. Okay. This guy smoked Roger Veer, who is the true Satoshi. He's the probably the guy that invented Bitcoin. He smoked him twice in a debate. Smoked him. And I like Roger a lot. Roger's trying to give me his Bitcoin cash. All these guys, they send me their stuff. Uncle Todd has sent me Epic Cash. The founder of Epic Cash sent me a bunch of it because they want me to say good things about it. That's not going to stop me, by the way. Don't send me your stuff. I'm going to yeah. tell the truth about it. Roger Veer sent me Bitcoin cash. He smoked, and I like Roger Veer a lot, a lot. I tried to get him involved with Exclave Private Towns. He said he didn't have the time. But he smoked Roger Veer. So this guy, Richard Hart, is the real deal. And okay. I'll post it in the show notes. Subscribe to this guy's channel. Amazing what he knows about crypto. There's so many ways that you can hack and backdoor into all cryptos. It's crazy. And this is what pissed off Tom. You can make a you can make a picture. I could take a picture. I can make a logo of Epic Cash and submit it to Epic Cash and they would include it within their software and it's open source software, and I can embed code that would bring the entire network down. And they laughed at me about that, and they banned me when I said that. Hmm. And I'm like, dude, I'm a developer. I know what I'm talking about. Go ask Richard Hart how you can use firmware. You can have, there could be a camera that's hidden in your, in the developer's office, and you can use key loggers. There's all sorts of ways to infiltrate that. Mm -hmm. The government has backdoors into everything. The government can essentially shut you down like that. So again, you can have a zillion Bitcoin in your wallet and you can't spend it. Now you have nothing. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know. And I tried to warn Todd about that. He didn't want to hear it. Interesting. He, got mad, he got really mad at me. So my bromance is over. It's a shame. I, I still like Todd. I don't think he likes me. <laughs> all right well we've been going about an hour um just a system note here um i changed one of my email addresses for FacoTube, and a lot of the it's just amazing how frustrating that the uh, controllers have screwed up the internet now, a lot of my 
notifications for new videos are getting bounced back from Gmail because Gmail says that the email server I'm using for FagoTube is spamming. <laughs> I have a fix for that. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. Are you sure you want to hear it? Cause, or you don't want to get mad at me because I'm a dream stealer? No, go ahead. Because it didn't have, when I had another email sending it out, it wasn't, it wasn't coming back. So, right. So you want to use that same email, use the same email. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just want to use a different one just in case, just as a backup. So the new email doesn't work. So I'm getting, right. I would go back to the old one. It's in there. It's, it's in the DNS that the reverse DNS that, that's a, that's a proper one. And the one you're, since it's new, it could be a spam. And then you get this big red block on, on Gmail. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It's going to really so depress response. Newer, because it's a newer DNS record, that's the yes. problem? Yes. Ah. Okay. Well, notifications aren't a huge big deal. I personally like email notifications. And when YouTube turned them off, I was aggravated because then I wasn't getting Ah, notifications, a new YouTube. So I had to figure out another way around it. That's just YouTube that did that to everybody. So I might have to, so maybe I'll go back. Well, okay. Well, anyway, so if you're not getting notifications for FacoTube, that just means you have to come to the website and check it yourself. If you can, if you can remember, just come every day. Goose up my numbers anyhow. Why not? All right. Well, it's 945. It's bedtime. Rabonzo here. And we had uh, quite a few people on FacoTube tonight. I'm guessing that YouTube was not working because I'm looking and there's no one on YouTube. <laughs> so there's usually a lot of people on YouTube. I think that's, as we talked, I, I think that's a good thing. I think you should just not be on YouTube. Yes, I agree. We want to fake well, YouTube. Yeah. A lot of people like YouTube because their app works. And I understand that. It's just like Twitter. People say, oh, go to this service, Gab, and all the other. Well, the problem is still everyone's on Twitter. I can't go. I don't know about you, Marcus. I can't go on a million different platforms looking for people. It's that's too exactly much. Why, that's exactly why you should be on FakerTube. That's why everyone mm-hmm. should go to FakerTube. Should we that's end true. with this Casey Neistat story about what we're talking about? Go ahead. Yeah, he's he's been off my radar forever. Well, because he's... People watch all his videos. He, he actually took the opposite of his own advice. His own advice was, and he, he actually did a video about this. He mapped out his career and he showed that when he got the HBO special, he brought in all this money. And that's mm-hmm. when he was the most miserable because he was too comfortable. And he says, I will never be too comfortable again. I will always be working my ass off. And now he's okay. doing exactly the opposite of what he said he's doing. He admits it. If you listen to his recent podcast, he's doing absolutely nothing right now. Really? However, however, he did something called the iPod Dirty Secret video. I'm looking it up. Okay. Right and do you remember one wh- what that was? Yeah, iPod's Dirty Secret from 2003. No, I don't. So maybe you can can leave the show with this one. Sure. MC Murdoch so says, "Has Marcus heard about the Free State Project in New New Hampshire?" Yes. Their website is fsp.org. So you have heard of yes. that? Yeah, there's. Okay. T- I have probably 20 plus different similar things. People think that Exclave Private Towns that I'm developing is like this 
free, place for freedom. Actually, private town is not for freedom. Let me get that straight. There is no such thing as freedom. <laughs> you can't have to- okay. Jeff Berwick. You watch his videos. He has a dog that's not on a leash. That dog, mm-hmm. you don't see it. He probably cuts it out when that dog attacks a person, right? <laughs> and hurts and hurts someone. Right. Chihuahuas so, are big ankle biters, aren't they? That he even says ankle biters. Yeah. So, you know, you can't have a totally free society if you want one that you want to live in. I mean, if you want to live in the wild, that's one thing. No one who wants freedom wants to live in the wild. So you need to have rules. Our little tagline is we have rules, not rulers. So you have to have some rules and you can't have total freedom. There is no such thing. And by the way, and I've said this a million times, I came up with a list in marketing of all the top 29 human motivators. Again, safety, certainty, security, trust, helping others, avoiding overwhelm are the top ones. The bottom one at the absolute bottom is freedom. No one wants freedom. If they wanted freedom, they wouldn't wear a mask and do all these things that they're doing right now. So Exclave is not about freedom. It's about getting shit done. We're bringing back manufacturing. We're not relying on China. We're not relying on the government. We're doing our thing. We have our own grid. We're building our own intranet. So we don't have to worry about when the internet goes down. And it's going to be like a Walt Disney without the creepy part. It's not about freedom. Yes, I love freedom. Number one for me is freedom. But that's not what most people want. They want safety and security and certainty. Right. Agreed. So okay. let me um let me send this to you. It's Casey Neistat's iPod's Dirty Secret. And, I, and the reason that I bring it up mm-hmm. is because he got million. This was the video that launched him. He made videos for years and no one would watch it. And this was at a time, again, I think it was AOL, although it says 2003. Mm-hmm. Um you know, there wasn't YouTube. YouTube was 2006, if I remember right. Okay. So YouTube wasn't even out, but he got tons of people who put this video on a little thumb drive or disc or something and pass it along the old fashioned way. And I think we're going to be going back towards that with what's going on right now. Okay. So here it is. It's a two minute and 37 second. Send it to you on Telegram. Okay. It's coming through on the Telegram. So many channels. Here we go. So if you want to play that out, that's a good one to play out. And it's a very, uh, very interesting. It's a shame that Casey is in the club. He pretends not to be in the club. <laughs> Speaking of the club, that's the one thing I, I forgot to mention. Yeah. When, when the COVID thing, do you remember what triggered the whole COVID stuff in the United States? What event? What Can you give me a clue when it was? Um, it was before... It was February. Okay. Um, no. I'll give you a hint. Cruise ship. Okay. That doesn't ring a bell? There was an outbreak on a cruise ship somewhere? Yeah, like 4,000 people. And they, they, they had on YouTube, this guy was doing these daily live streams of him being quarantined on a cruise ship for like months at a time. Oh, okay. No, I and don't. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I knew that we were in the, we were going to, it's going to come. And then what happened was they, uh, all the Freemason companies and people, all those who are Freemasons, they all said the same thing in an abundance of caution. That was how mm-hmm. they started it. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, if you go wind your reality back to, to March, they all wore masks. All the Freemasons were wearing masks and no one else were wearing it. That's when I really knew it was coming. Well, how did you know who, where did you see Freemasons? Where were they? A third, at least a third of my 
townhouse development are Freemasons, at least. <laughs> so they got the word to start masking up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you still get any mail from the Freemasons? Because you said your mail PO box was beside theirs. I said that way back in the day. I think you said that you got some of their mail or something. Wow, I don't remember that at all. In fact, I'm looking to cancel my PO. I have PO box one, Coryville, Pennsylvania, one seven five six six. If you want to send me some love. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's going to be that October thirty first is my last day, and every time it comes up for renewal, I'm like should we get rid of it? And my wife is like, yeah, but then we have to give our home address if we get any checks. And uh, she doesn't want to do that. So I don't know what to do about that. I don't know if I should keep that or just have everything come home. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't, I don't remember that at all. Nope. No, I think you said you got their mail once or something and you opened it. Oh, I you do. Be- now I do remember that. Yeah. Once. Oh, okay. once, once. Yeah. So you're not getting any direct intelligence from the Freemason network. No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> Okay. But I can, but I know I I can they look at me and they never smile. They they'd have to know they have to be talking about me. I know it. And I love it. By the way, I, if if I got home early, which I didn't tonight, I was going to make a little intro audio for you for your appearances here. But since I didn't do any of that, I'm going to invite Veliset or Joel to do that. And I got a bunch of your clips from sound bites from some of your old audios so i'm gonna invite joel i'm actually gonna ask him to do it because he's probably gonna do a better job than me oh yeah he um he'll take on my most embarrassing i used to talk to joel he had a he had an experimental talk show that yeah i guess stopped i don't know what happened well he's creating a um he's cpu boxes which i guess are a little i don't know how big they are they're little computers that you can buy a couple hundred bucks that he's going to put my audio processing on because he's fixated on the um, different levels on our Discord, where, which is understandable because some people come out on their phones or they're yelling into a speakerphone. So the audio is all over the place. So he says he has some software that can correct that. Mm. And he was going to do all of that and put it on a little box and uh, give it to me to implement. Is this like a Raspberry Pi? Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a CPU box. I've never had one before. So it doesn't have a monitor or keyboard, but you can just um, remote into it. And uh, it's running all the time. I had, me- I had mentioned that we're going to create our own intranet or intranet. And mm-hmm. and actually, it was Joel that I was talking to about this. We, how can we make yeah. it? I know they're going to bring down the internet. It's just a matter of time. So how do we make it so we make how do we make cheap Raspberry Pi extenders of our own internet for Exclave Private Towns that can go all over the world? And and it can be done. We I talked to Joel about that and then I haven't spoken to Joel in probably over a year and a half. Mm, I, I have no idea. The stuff you want to do, bring manufacturing, build internet, this is this is way this is way too much work for me to even comprehend. I can't even cut my lawn on time. I don't know how you're going to build all this infrastructure. It's crazy. But if you want, if you want, if you want to know how to do it, look at Grant Cardone. Go watch Grant Cardone. The guy has three jets, two helicopters now, and that was just over nine years. It took him nine years to get to that point. You just got to dream big. The worst thing that happens is nothing happens. If you don't nothing dream happens. it, you don't. You can't do it. No, I agree. 
But don't you think this should be a job for a 20-year-old who's got time on his side? Yeah, I, I got another quick story you just you just reminded me. I was at the Amish store today, and yeah. I'm checking out, and I see this woman every week. She's an older woman, been there forever. And she, she's like, um, oh, I was checking the price on this. Uh, I get this salt, saline, antiperspirant thing. It's totally just water and salt. She's like, yeah. oh, oh, I was checking the price, two seventy three. That seemed way che- too cheap. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. She goes, but I checked the price and it was okay. That's what it should have been. I said, okay. She goes, okay, $70.25. I write the checkout. And then she goes, are you retarded? I'm like, excuse me? She goes, now remember, Amish people, it's a German-Dutch language. Yeah. So what they what it sounds like they're saying is probably not what they really mean. She goes, she says it's lower. Are you retarded? And I go, you mean retired? And then she didn't confirm that. And I said, no, I work every day. In fact, I work on the weekends and I love my job. So it's not like it's work. But she didn't, I still think she thought the word she was trying to say was retarded, which is kind of funny because I I think that's funny. But she said it. Anyway, when you say shouldn't a 20 year old do this, dude, I'm in better shape, have more energy now that I'm eating right. And doing all the right things than I did when I was twenty. All right, and my mind is so much sharper now. Well, you know more, but you better get a twenty-year-old to um, help implement this vision because they have time on their side. You don't. We don't. We're we're upper middle age. True, and I can't wait to get a bunch of twenty-year-old females to help me with Mm -hmm. that vision because they're better at making things happen than guys are, unfortunately. Right. I'm not saying, unfortunately, because of the women. I'm saying whatever happened to guys is just, that's a whole nother show. Oh, the oh, feminization yeah. of guys. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. They've been wrecked. And that's why they the elite have struck when they did, because they see this, uh, this wimpy lack of opposition. And then they're appealing to women. Did you know that the opposite of fight or flight, which is a male response to stress, was tend and befriend? Have you ever heard of that? No, I'm going to steal that. Tend and befriend. Yes, yes. Tend and befriend. It is the the female response. And because women appear to be running this world, they will always go to safety before freedom. The number one motivator of humans, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's mainly female. And Mm -hmm. the female are running this... Running the society, we 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 told women, and the other thing that oh you might see this is why you got to get over the religious aspect and just listen to some of his audios. The other thing, I don't know if you saw my blog that Forrest mentioned was one of the worst things we ever did was let women vote. <laughs> no, I didn't. What did he say about that? Well, it's just because women vote for safety. Oh, they right. don't want freedom. Yeah, they want safety. That's their motivator. So if women are Say women just maybe they vote more than men, maybe that's just their thing. So they're always going to vote in the safe candidate. So they never get. It's not going to push society's envelope in any way. So mm-hmm. just, just really interesting. Just really interesting social theories. He doesn't just talk about vaccines. He talks about social theory, and uh, that's why Northern Tracy, who's a pretty good blogger, I post her stuff. She said she hates the guy for just that. Hey, hey, too. Forrest Moretti. For, for he, what reason? Because he does. she thinks he hates women. Uh, <laughs> because, but 
that's she doesn't, she doesn't understand that he's actually he's actually protecting women. Right, because he believes in the unequal theory. We're not equal. Women no, not. and men aren't equal. Different, we complement. Yeah. yeah, different societies aren't equal. And this is the main downfall of communism. We're not equal. You can't force people to be equal. Many people don't want to be equal. I mm. don't like for me, I don't want to be Grant Cardone. It sounds like too much work. <laughs> I want I'm I'm at the level of work that I want to stay at. I'm not I don't want to double my workload next week. I'd like to half it probably. So we can't all be equal. We need the 20 year olds running their ass off building society. Well, the people that that are a little older are maybe advising the 20 year olds where to put their energy. So well, that gets, not, that gets into leverage. See, that gets into leverage. And that's why I was so disappointed about not hooking up with Uncle Todd. Uncle Todd would be an amazing person at Exclave. That's what I was the whole time was trying to do was convince him to be involved with Exclave because he knows how to do business development. So you find someone like Uncle Todd and you have him do that. Then you have someone who's really good at putting, you know, Joel's really good at putting intranets together. So you have him yeah. take care of that. Oh, you yeah. just leverage. I'm yeah. the I'm the vision guy. I'm not the I'm not the actual get you into the weeds in the No, yeah. I totally implement. No, I'm that's number one for me. What I'm saying is, you know, a lot of people are like, uh, what are you gonna do about um what are you gonna do? The, the number one question we get is what's gonna stop the government from shutting you down? And my answer when I'm when I'm talking to them one-on-one -on -one is I don't care. It's a detail I'm not worried about right now. I mean, I I have answers. But I'm going to find people who know the exact answers to make it so it doesn't happen. But that's mm -hmm. a that's a minor detail. The big detail is to get this up and running, to get the money system up and running, to get the vision, you know, to get the marketing done, and to get the people to accept that that's what's coming. That's the big time stuff that I'm I'm thrilled to do. Uh, I have I don't I don't have every single thing nailed down, and nor will I ever because I can leverage that out. Cool. I have the cur I have the big C word. I have the courage. I have the courage to make it happen. I'm not afraid of the government. There's nothing they can do or say to me that's going to stop me from doing this. I am not going to live in their hell. I told my wife on March 13th, I said, I know it's coming. This is never going to end. And I'm telling you right now, I am not going to live in this hell. In November of last year, I said, that's the last time we're getting a Christmas tree for this house. I am not going to live in this neighborhood with my crazy neighbors who wear masks ever again. This is going to be the last Christmas tree. Now it looks like oh. I might be off by a year, but I'm that's I'm putting the stake in the ground, and that you know I'm going to make it happen. I'm not going to live in this clown world. It is an absolute clown world, and I'm not going to live in it. Okay, well, so this Christmas or next Christmas, one more Christmas after this? Yeah, I think we got one more Christmas tree, which is very disappointing to me. I literally like this is the last Christmas tree I'm getting for this house. We're gonna have lots of Christmas trees for Exclave houses, but not for this house. <laughs> And but but again, you know, it comes down to the people. The I can't do this alone. We're crowdfunding the entire operation. No bank will ever touch Exclave because they're in on the scam. So it's it's up to the people to make it happen. That's why I've been on you. It's like you sit there and you complain about it. It's like, well, we can do something about it. And people aren't doing although that that, that has changed in the last couple of weeks. And I suspect once the vaccine passports really kick in, where people not only lose their jobs, but have the inability to go shopping. That's when I expect it to really kick in. So mm, yeah. unfortunately it took a year longer than I thought it would take. People are just, 
it's stunning that people aren't realizing what's going on right now. People still, have to be pushed right to the wall. They're not at the wall. That's right. Yeah, they really have to. I'm probably the same way. But I'm yeah, it's just a feature of humanity. You can't change it. You just have to work with it. And I think the controllers know that. I oh, think yeah. they're calling everyone's bluff too. I think they expect people to fold. Yes. Honestly. Yes. I agree. One last thing. Um, have you been watching that those San Diego um, superintendent meetings? No, no, no. What's that? Oh, that is a must watch. Let me get the channel. I'll put that in the notes. What's so it about? It's um. So the so every town has these meetings that no one goes to, and they pass local laws or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, they're actually mandates and emergency orders. And no one goes to them and they just pass without anyone saying anything. Now there's so many people going to these ones that the meetings last a day and a half. Oh, okay. And are they online or are they They're on video on YouTube? I'll, sh I'll, I'll share the channel on, in the show notes. And these are people speaking out about county mandates and oh, my, it's moms and doctors and golf professionals and it's everyone. And they're, they're not just like, cordially saying that they're against vaccine mandates and against vaccine. There's this vaccine misinformation law and order that they're passing. They're literally pointing their finger at the people who are sitting up on the dais. You know? right. And they're like, uh, you better watch your back. We're going to get you. We're going yeah. to arrest you. They're pointing their finger. They're, it's fantastic to watch. The collaborators. We're going to get the collaborators. And they're all in the, they're all ground level collaborators too. But they're all getting paid. This right. is what people don't understand. The controllers are using Big Harma to distribute the money everywhere. It's raining money all around the world. Yeah. To the to the people on to the collaborators. The collab every one of them is being paid. Churchmen, the Pope, everyone. It's just raining money. And the other effect, of course, is it's devaluing every dollar in your pocket is just going down by the minute yep so the hundred dollars you have today is worth about 50 bucks now 30.5 it's, it's crazy it's really I, crazy. I keep saying um, i keep saying we'll end on this but i'll show you one more thing if you type into your search m1 saint louis Fed, oh right we did this before you gotta look at this m1 saint louis fed yeah m1 discontinued m1 fred and just stare at this graph and tell me that things are going to be okay in the future. M1 discontinued? Yeah. It says this series will no longer be updated. It's no longer going to be updated because it looks terrible. Well, because they need another page going up of supply, I guess. Right. So if you yeah. replace in the URL, the, in fact, let me put this in the notes. If you replace the M1 at the end of the URL with M2. Yeah. Is that the new money supply? No, it's it's the one that includes updated either. No, but see how it looks better than the M one, right? That's what they keep doing is they keep making these new graphs to make it look like it's not so bad. Well, here's a new one, the M two SL. Says yeah. use this one. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't have a 2021 either. Or maybe it does. Okay, yes, it does. August 2021. We're at 20... 
millions, 20,797 times billions or something. Yeah, it's like 20 trillion. It's, it's some ridi- ridiculous number. It's 20,000 billion. 20,000 billion, right? Yeah, 20,000 billion. I know a trillion is a million million. That I know. And yeah, a trillion is a million million. That's right. No. A, yeah. uh, okay. A trillion. No. Um, one trillion is a thousand billion. So this well, that's is another way to say it. Billion. <laughs> Does that make it right. two trillion? So yeah, we're almost at three trillion or something. I, I think know. it's twenty trillion. Okay. But anyway, that's how they're doing it. Yeah, twenty and, trillion. That's right. And you know, one ta- one day we'll talk about money. Money is not nearly as complicated than most people think. We're told that money comes from money heaven. No, it's just a religion. It's another religion. You just have to believe that it's a store of value and a transfer of value. That's money. Yeah. Well, Bit- they got Bitcoin free. started, never forget, Bitcoin started at $0.0008. Mm-hmm. So it was 0.08 cents. Mm-hmm. It was basically nothing. Not and now it's, now it's $50,000 a coin. Right. Yeah, it's a belief. It's a belief. That's all it is. For sure. No doubt. Mm-hmm. And everyone believes it. That's why it works. That's right. It's called the network effect. You need everyone to believe it. Yep. Yeah. And everyone believes in the virus. That's why that's working. That's right. And it's really hard to make people not believe. That's why you need a whole army to convince them of something. And that's what they have, an entire army. And everyone's getting paid. No one's going to deviate because they don't want to and- lose... Their money. And the reason why they can pay it is because they literally just move the decimal point over. Yeah. That's all they do is move the decimal point over. Everyone gets paid. We would literally have to start our own money supply and start giving it out and telling everyone there's no virus. We'd we'd have to start a no virus currency. Well, that's what I'm working on, as you know. (laughs) Um, Seriously, that's the first thing we're building at Exclave. Yep. Okay. I'll I'll give $100 to get in on the no virus currency. Oh, well, you'll be able to do that in a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we'll play the um, last video and then we'll shove off. How about that? We're way over time. Yep. So the last video is again, Casey Neistat. He, um, he was in the, involved in the MIT media lab, which is a Rockefeller project. He is definitely in the club. He wears half a sock uh, or, or he wears his pants half a sock up the leg. That's another Freemasonic symbol. He's definitely in the club. But apparently this is what got him on the map, this video you're going to watch right now. Very basic video that shows that the that Apple purposely makes batteries that are meant to fail. That's planned obsolescence. And he did a really cool thing that went viral. But the reason I'm showing this is because we're going to need temporarily – to go back to the way we used to do things, just like the AOL CD disc. I'm telling you, censorship is going to be absolutely insane in the coming months, maybe, maybe not even months. Mm. That's what we got to do a phone teleconference instead of this show. Yeah. Or if getting the word out, you know, get your, get your lawn sign making skills in order. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to come down to. Great. I know. Okay. That's the number one. That's the number one problem I see right now is the censorship is intense, mm-hmm. absolutely intense. Okay, well, share this show. 
stop the censorship. Share this show. Share yep. the word. Send me an email. Send me a donation. Let me know you're watching. I know Tracy is watching. I just put that person's email up. So thank you, Tracy. Send me an email because I don't know if you're watching this video or listening to this audio. Unless you contact, there's no other metric that I can go by. Okay, Marcus, thank you. Escapethenewnormal.com. And we will put this video and audio up. And we'll see you. See you next time. Thanks, Sam. Have a good night. And we'll be back on Saturday morning with the Australian Roundtable. Everyone's welcome. Fake11.com forward slash Discord. Feel free to show up. And here we go. AC nice that. Thank <laughs> you.